coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Why would you render a buff King DDD and then use it so sparingly? It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. I am joined, as always, by my dream friend, Mark Mitchell. We are here to talk about Kirby Star Allies today. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing great. Yeah. Um, Do you know that there are kiosks in like grocery stores and drugstores where they will duplicate keys for you, but the way it works is you put your key in, mm-hmm. it takes a digital scan of it, yes. and then they will mail you the key in like a few days. So... Is that the way it works? Because the only time I've tried to do it, it told me it didn't have the kinds of key that I was trying to copy. Like, it scanned it and was like, out of keys. Maybe this is a different type of kiosk? Maybe it's a different kiosk altogether. Where were you? I was at a CVS in Culver City. Okay, because I tried to do this at a uh, Vaughn's in Glendale. And did not it did not have the keys that I wanted. Because it makes sense for them to like do it immediately. Yeah. Who gets keys duplicated when you're like, oh, great, when this comes in a week? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, they're maybe like landlords, right? People who make keys and they know that they're like, that's for the future. I, there are I, two types of people. People who make keys for the future. People who make keys for right now. It's the classic ant and the grasshopper. That's right. You and I are grasshoppers. <laughs> yes, we play our fiddle all day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when we need keys, the kiosk is like, great. See you in a month, bud. And then we just steal our keys from the ants and we're fine. No problem whatsoever. No problem whatsoever. Planning ahead is for suckers. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the rest of the show is going to be like. But what we do know is that if you would like to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces, you are more than welcome to try try to do so we don't know where the game is at the moment at what point do we do we stop uh, have making uh this this claim that yeah. people can borrow the game i don't know i don't know that we ever it's do a problem for another day that is a problem for another day if you would like to get on this list and please 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 borrow my copy of sonic forces which might be coming back to us someday just email your address to nintendo cartridge society at, at gmail.com gmail. and it will come out to you after it comes out to the like five or six people that are in front of you on the list at, at, at this point but what a fun thing for future you. Another thing that you can do by emailing us is you could uh, come up with a Game Boy Classic Edition. We're going to have a conversation about this on April 19th. Uh, and if you would like to contribute your list of up to 15 games, you should email that to us. So Mark, what are the Game rules? Boy, mm-hmm. Game Boy Color. That's right. You can... No Game Boy Advance. No Game Boy Advance. You can nominate up to 15 games. You can tell us why you're nominating them. You cannot tell us why. Uh, we're just kind of interested to hear what you guys have to think, and then we'll include that into our definitive compilation. Right. Like, how many Wario games is too many Wario games? How many Mega Man games is too many Mega Man games? This is something I'm going to wrestle with with my list. And you can help us out you making those tough decisions. Um, and which of those, like you know uh game boy d makes you know as sequels is is gonna make it like mm, dr mario it's not even in color might not make, even in color not even in color might make my list might in fact make 
make my list. And don't so don't let that happen. Send no, in other games. That's right for us to consider. Knock it down out of my list. Um, and but so before we move on to the uh, main part of our show, we have a little bit of an of a of an appeal. If you would please uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, we can start to amass some more reviews and then uh, possibly go to E3 as press. We need at least 50 reviews on there. Yeah. We, we thank, don't have that at present. Thank you to everybody who has reviewed us and who reviewed us recently. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. People who review us favorably, people who review us kind of like, eh, we appreciate all of it. We like it all. Um, also, just one more little side note. I was on the Unranked podcast recently, uh, this last week, episode 104 or something like that, and we talked about a bunch of Nintendo stuff, uh, in- including Luigi's Package, which you and I put on the record that we were not going to talk about. We talked about it extensively over there on the Unranked podcast. They play a little bit bluer than we do, so if you're listening with kids, maybe don't check them out. But if you're listening by yourself and you're fine with that, go for it. All right, Mark, are you ready to talk about Kirby Star Allies? I am ready. First, I got to know how you played the majority of this game. I know you were struggling to get Clement interested. I am sad to report that I played the entirety of this game by myself. Mark, that sounds like a little bit of a lonely experience. Uh, it was fine, but I definitely think it affected my enjoyment, mm. my overall enjoyment of the game. Uh, so what would you say is your overall enjoyment level? Well, first, first of all, maybe just like, how do you feel about Kirby games in general? And how does this stack up with other Kirby games for you? So I have a lot of fond memories of playing Kirby games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not, I haven't bought any of like the recent ones. Yeah. I think the last one I really tried to play was, um... Uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn on the Wii. Is that right? What was that one called? Yeah, the the yarn one, the feel uh, good feel one. Yeah, yeah. Epic Yarn. Uh, did not like it, right. and so that was kind of the last Kirby game. I haven't played any of the 3DS ones or anything like that. But I have affinity for the character. Right. Um. Had you played a lot of Kirby Superstar, which from which this game like borrows a lot of its. Uh, yeah, mechanics. that was probably the one that I played most on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And that had like a co-op, a similar but different co-op mechanic. Yeah. That we... uh Like a scaled back co-op mechanic. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, me and my sister definitely took advantage of. Um, And so how, where does this for you fall into the like Kirby... Pan- does it like, does it meet your Kirby expectations or did you feel like disappointed by this or what? I mean, because I... Just to uh, reveal my uh, my thoughts on the game, I really like this. Um, it is the most fun I've had with a Kirby game. It is, uh, outside of Epic Yarn, the only Kirby game that I've actually completed um, and that I think about going back to. And you played this the majority of the time with other people. Is that right? Yes. So, so yeah, I, I uh, played the majority of the game like all the way through the campaign with Sarah. Um, only on like one or two occasions was I playing for like 10 minutes by myself and then she would like come into the room. Like this, I sort of, the first night we like played it together and then I had to like trick her into doing it other times, but she liked it every time. I don't know why I had to trick her. Um, and so, yeah, I played through the, the whole like uh, main story of the game with Sarah. And then this last weekend, my friend John, my friends John and Siri were here and um, John's a big Kirby guy. And so, you know, we were playing a little um, Superstar, and I was like, we got to play Star Allies. You're going to really like that if you like this game. 
And it was a blast to play with someone who was like so immersed in how Kirby played and like how the allies played. And so he was like excited to encounter like, I don't know this enemy. I, I can't wait to be him. Um, and then uh, the uh, John and Sarah and I were all playing together, which is exciting and chaotic and fun. Um, and then like doing the, the extra levels or the really hard levels or even the challenge modes after that, like all felt great. So I think maybe then that multiplayer is the key to having a great time with this game, because mm -hmm. I said, I would say that I had a fine time with it. I yeah. thought it was well-made. Um, there are certain like enemy or certain like boss fights and things like that, that I thought were a lot of fun. It scratched that Kirby itch. But uh, I'm kind of, like, lukewarm on the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I don't really feel strongly about it one way or the other. So th let's talk about just, like, the experience of, of going through the game. Because I, I do think it, it has a lot of novel ways of, like, presenting itself. And of just, like, the, the way it kind of doles out what the game is about. Um, so, you know, there's, like, a, a little overworld map uh, when you're, uh, like, traveling b between levels. And sort of, like, the mechanic for how you traverse around that world is different in each one which i think is cool um and so like the, the very first one is like uh, are you in dreamland in, in the very first uh world? i think so um and you know it's very like pastoral and green and like cute and everything and you know you go to king ddd's castle and like fight king ddd um and when you go into his castle for the first time like the the first like boss fight stuff um is beautiful Right, like the there where there's like sun sh like glistening across like the marble and everything, um, and then you fight DDD, who is buff, as we alluded to, for like yeah, he one like transforms fight. halfway through it, right, um, and then you beat him, and then credits roll. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> credits roll really fast. Uh, little flashbacks to uh, basically the end of Donkey Kong Country when the fake credits roll, um. And then most of the game uh, is is to follow. Um, and from, and this is sort of a, a a thing in all Kirby games, right? That they start like sweet and get like kind of dark and weird. Yeah, I would say, or at least the ones I've played. Yeah. Um. So like from from that area, you go to like a a more kind of like science fictiony like star world. Um. And it, this is eventually building up to this kind of giant solar system that you go to for for the fourth world and most of the game takes place in this is it called far flung uh i want to say galaxy but yeah, that's I not right that... maybe it's right i don't know yeah um and uh that's when that's when we're introduced to like the real villains of the game which are it's like a trio of generals right and then like some satanic priest something or other who's like trying to resurrect some like ancient evil the the lore gets really crazy by the end of this game um and like i think the first time you see dialogue in the game is in world four right like you've played half the game without the characters really talking to each other and then and then suddenly because like meta knight doesn't talk to you king right. dd doesn't talk to you and then like you know uh flameburge is like <laughs> or flamberger whatever however the the character's name is pronounced uh like comes in and starts like bullying you and like like some of those boss fights are really cool and involved um and like just expand the lore in a way i wasn't really expecting of the game yeah i guess that's true so i i feel like 
graphically, mm-hmm. the game is amazing. Yeah. Like, it's the first HD Kirby game, and they put so much, like, care into it. Yeah. Like, it's really beautiful. The animations are really fun. Like, uh, the different abilities that Kirby can swallow, and then how that affects even just how you're, like, running around a level. Yeah. It's really fun to see. Um, so, yeah, on... On that front, I think it's like a total success. Yeah. Especially for its first foray into high-definition gaming. I was kind of disappointed by the music. Uh, yeah, I th- yes. I, I, I think the music is competent. Like, there's no yeah, point. Yeah, totally. There's no point where I'm like, ugh. Um, but I think I agree with you that, like, there aren't any real standouts. There's no real standouts. And I also felt like uh, sometimes the tracks felt misplaced in like the level that they were in like you know there's like uh i can't remember exactly what it was or like what the tune is but it's a classic like kirby theme Mm -hmm. and it was done in a really like beautiful lush orchestration and felt to me completely wrong oh that's for like the level i was traversing there are now that i'm like actually thinking about the music there are a lot of times where the kirby theme like the original kirby theme is buried in the music somewhere which i always think is cool i don't know that i noticed any like misplaced music or music that I thought was inappropriate, but like I'm sure if you pointed out to me, I'd be like, oh yeah, that is a little bit weird. Um, I did like there were some of the um like hidden levels or extra levels or whatever they were called, um that would use more like chip tune kind of sounding arrangements of the of the Kirby music. I and I think some even using the like original Game Boy arrangement, um which I really liked. When you get, I, I guess, spoilers, but not non-story spoilers for the end of this game, some of the post-game extra level, uh, like, there's a section of it where there's a, like, Game Boy filter over everything, so it's all in that, like, green and gray. Oh, that's gray, fun. Um, which is super cool, but also, like, kind of jarring after seeing all <laughs> these characters rendered in beautiful HD for so long. Um, yeah, so that that's interesting. There, Because there are... Uh, music tracks from Kirby's Epic Yarn that I put among like my favorite Nintendo tracks. That um, oh, it's like a Fire Caverns thing that's like just piano that I I know I've featured on some of our music episodes in the past. Um, and it's weird that there isn't anything like that from this that I'm like, oh yes, this like this goes in the N- Nintendo music canon, you know? Yeah, and I, I feel a little bit about the music like I do kind of just like the game in general where it's like, yeah, it was competent, mm-hmm. very like thoughtful, but I uh, it, it just didn't grab me in a like in a strong way. Sure. When you play the levels, are you, were you playing them to get through or were you trying to get like the um big puzzle pieces in each one? Yeah, so I would uh, I got the big puzzle piece in each one, and then uh, the ones that had a switch. I I'll would also find the, the switch. switch as well. Yeah. Um, did I? I liked it, it. You know, was generally not hard to do so. Um, but I liked um the way you had to like use one power with another just to like access different areas of the map. Like sometimes it was done in a strictly like combat way, like. If you, uh, you know, use wind on, like, the fire guy here, you're going to blast fire at all of your ice enemies and melt them. And sometimes that's, like, so you can light all these fuses at once and, you know, whatever. Um, and I, I w- it's like, I guess I wish that sometimes it went further with it to be um, 
that you had to like plan ahead and be like, okay, I need one of these guys, one of these guys, one of these guys, and one of these guys, and there isn't going to be a chance to like fix it. Um, you just have to like know going in. Um, but the game is pretty generous, so that you're very seldom in a situation where like you can't go back and get a power when you need it. Also, usually when you need something to solve a puzzle, it, it's right there. It's just right there, and that's something I feel like uh, other plat. 2D platformers like Super Mario World, even the new Super Mario Brother games, uh, especially with like the mini mushrooms, like the yeah, shrinking sure. mushrooms and stuff, where you wouldn't necessarily know you need something until you come upon it. Yeah. And then you just be like, oops, I can't get it this time through. And so I'm going to have to go back and play it. It kind of fits with the whole Kirby thing, which if you haven't played a lot of Kirby games or you've never played any of them, Kirby's a, they are easy games yeah. like they are games to be played uh together right or and, and for sort of, they're not really challenging they're just sort of to experience right like you're not gonna rack your brain over coming up with a solution you're going to see what the solution is maybe even see it demonstrated for you on screen and then you're just going to do it um but there's something satisfying about that like I don't know. We when we finished the game, we had like 130 lives or something like that. Having died maybe twice when I wasn't paying attention, just like fell off a cliff. Um, but like, especially if you're playing multiplayer, there's really no reason that you should be dying in a boss fight because um, like your friends can do the fighting for you, and as they take damage or when they die, you can go over to them and revive them, and then just like come back, and there's like no harm, no foul. It's a, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very easy experience. Yeah. Uh, and again, that's not a bad thing. That is no, what Cur- a Kirby game is. Mm-hmm. But if you're going into it looking for that, like, depth, uh, it's, it's not really that sort of game. Yeah, it's, it's not really there. What do you think about the, um, the friend power-up pads? So there, where you can transform into, I think it's like four different things, right? You can do friend circle, uh-huh. um, which is you just like kind of rolling over everything like a barrel. You turn, yeah. Yeah, you turn into just a big circle <laughs> and you go. Um, there's friend train, which they just do like a conga line and then run real fast. That's basically the most like um, the second half of the levels uh, in WarioWare, where all you do is like run and all you can do is jump. And right. I, I feel like you only use the train like once or twice. Yeah, train is pretty uncommon. It's uh, it's usually the other three. Uh, there's friend bridge where <laughs> the characters you know like uh, stack themselves up Looney Tune style and then like go over a uh, a crevasse and create a bridge of friends. So that way, like a little dude can hold a key, and it's like a, it becomes like a puzzle segment. You have yeah. to figure out how to get the dude with the key to walk into the locked door. Um, and then finally, the uh, st- uh, friend friend star, which is where it turns into like sort of a side-scrolling, flying shoot 'em up kind of game. Um, I wish there was more or like mini game versions of all of these. Like I would play uh, a whole game of flying around on the star or a whole game of um, tough friend bridge puzzles. Yeah, I mean this is different from the main experience, but I also just felt like the mini games in Kirby Star Allies that are included with Kirby Star Allies are not very interesting Mm -hmm. and too few of them. Right. So uh, do you want to talk about them right now? Sure. Okay. Uh, So the game starts you with two mini games, right? Uh Chop Champ Uh and 
like the home run, like the yeah, it's a home run bat, but it's like um, there's like a, a comet heading towards the planet, and you had to just like bat it away. Yeah. Um, and so that that one is especially slight because all you're doing is like stopping stopping a meter, um, as it like goes up and down, and then as like a, a circle narrows in on another circle, um, and so like th- that's it. You play the game by pushing a button twice, and that's the end of it. And then you do it again, and then Chop Champ is, you know, you're on either side of a tree that, like, you're chopping down, you just got to get out of the way of, like, a weird little bug thing as it's as it's coming down. Um, and, yeah, they're super slight. Like, even when you, like, crank up the difficulty on them, there's not a whole lot to the actual experience. And, again, I'm a little spoiled because I'm the, uh, thinking back to superstar yeah and that has a bunch of different like adventures and mini games of all different types like a you know but that are some of some of those fun. some of those mini games are super slight they too. are but there's more of them yeah so when when you finish star allies it opens a uh like a sort of continuous adventure mode and a boss rush challenge and the the boss rush feels like when you're playing um smash brothers on what what's the mo- it's like is it it's like a history mode or arcade mode or something like that where it makes you fight all of the characters all the smash brothers characters uh throughout history like in chronological order that they appear i can't remember what it's all star mode maybe yeah. um uh so it looks just like that like you walk into a room and there are like little power ups for health and you just like go into a room and fight the next boss um and that that was super fun with um with multiple people playing together and like actually trying to like cranking up the difficulty all the way up and uh trying to get all the way through. I thought that was a great mode. Um and the sort of um where you can just like keep uh keep the adventure going uh as not Kirby, where everyone chooses an ally to play as and there is no Kirby in the team. Um it was fun too. But th- those are I mean it admittedly more like just extensions of the main story mode and less like their own mini game. I just wish there was more of this game in general because yeah, there's only four levels in the main game. Yeah, I mean, and that last world is way bigger than than the other ones. Way bigger. Um, probably like two to three times as big as any of any of the worlds that came before it. But even still, uh, it means that the game is uh, you know, short, maybe like six to eight hour experience. Um, and that's with like getting all all the levels. Going back to what we were talking about before with the different ally abilities. Yeah. Uh, the side, like the friend star was probably my favorite and yeah. was used to the best effect in the spoiler alert final boss. Oh, you want to do spoiler alert final <laughs> boss? So uh, final boss uses the friend star in a totally different way than you have been using the friend star like previously. It beca- How do you describe what the game becomes in in the in the final moments with against the final boss it's like over the shoulder yeah it's almost a little bit like a star fox like all range mode sort of thing where um you're locked on to this i don't even remember what it looks like it's just like a a creature of some kind yeah it's a big like uh it has wings like a big like bird like dragon type thing um and so you're sort of locked onto it like you you have a a constant perspective of of looking at it and you're shooting it in its various weak points um and the second and third and fourth player if you have them with you can like aim at different points of the body oh um, okay which is cool uh and fun and you know means that everyone is just jamming on <laughs> just jamming on the button as fast as they can to try and shoot it faster 
Um, and so you're like taking down its weak points and like dodging its attacks and um, like it's kind of super cool, right? Yeah, and then occasionally you will uh, make it faint. Yeah. And then it'll suck you in. Yep. And then it goes to like a traditional like boss battle type thing. Right. And you're like sucked into its black beating heart (laughs) or something. And then, yeah, it's like a little bit of a traditional battle and then it spits you back out. I could have done that fight forever. I thought that fight was awesome. I thought it was so It was such a good last like final boss. Yeah. And and because it felt like new and like what you've been doing the whole time, Um, like all, all of it wrapped together. And was grotesque because you would go inside this monster thing and fight its like evil bloody eyeball um which is like scary and weird and i you know that those were some of the times where i started to get like low on health or like one of my ally characters would die or something like that um yeah for sure if they're so let me ask you this do you think we are going to see more of this game like come out in the next couple like we know that there are more um dream friends coming out uh i guess they came out yesterday um at the time of this or when this comes out um will there be more to this game than just like adding more dream friends or because i i would love to see more like game modes or uh like mini games based on the game modes that already exist i i feel kind of done with star allies yeah I enjoyed it for what it was, but I guess I'm kind of more interested in seeing now that they have this HD foundation, mm, what's what next? they do next time. I want them, I appreciate this, I guess, ha- I mean, having not played it, I want them to get weird with like Planet Robobot. Yeah. You know, um, that excites me more than the idea of playing more Star Allies. That being said, I want to, I am interested in playing it with friends. Yeah, we should play this game together. I think because I think you would have a lot more fun playing with me because I'm a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, do you think that there is anything lost here by not being able to play? It's a Nintendo game, so like not being able to play uh, with your friends online. I don't think so. But might that be fun if like you were in your home and I were in my home? Maybe not. Maybe there's there's something about like the immediacy of being on the couch with someone that makes it more meaningful than like playing with someone over uh an online connection i and i wonder for a game like this if it would just be more frustrating sure trying to do it in separate houses because when when you're playing as two players one person is kirby one person is the main person and the other players are the allies so like if you try to venture away it's just going to teleport you back to kirby like there's no there are no bones about it there's a leader and everyone else <laughs> and that's it how do you feel about the different allies and like the combo combo abilities and all that i like the combo abilities a lot i also thought there was a good if like when when i finally got all of the allies when i had countered all of them i wish that there were more that just kept going but it's a it's a little bit of an absurd thing because there's something like 25 or 30 different allies that you can encounter and most of them have different abilities, either elemental or like combat based. Um, and I, I liked, you know, what going into a boss, like thinking about like, oh, what do we, you know, I want like, all right, I want at least one burning Leo so that we can like make our stuff fiery. Um, and I'll get one snowman here or like, ooh, maybe I need to get one of these rock guys um, so we can do like the curling stuff. I don't know. I, I thought that was really cool. And like picking out 
your team was a lot of fun for me. Yeah, I I agree. What was uh what are some of your favorite of the of the allies? I really uh I would often have myself as an artist, right? So you could paint that refrigerator uh-huh. and give everyone health. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that. Um I really liked having the I don't even know what they are like the guys that have the staffs yeah the uh, like jabber jabs or something like yeah, that yeah but then I but then I wanted them to have the electric staffs mm. but I didn't like the little plug guys little oh. electric like plugs you can the is it the the wizard there's one of the so not the wizard like the one that basically just looks like a uh, it looks like a one eyed waddledee yeah 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 and then because if you get that power you just like have this lame laser blast <laughs> that's not very powerful but i like when you give the guys with the uh staffs the, that, that electric power the electric power up you don't like plug huh no i did i didn't i thought uh, worthless oh man i liked so i like the i like the plug i like the snowman and i like the burning leo which is the fire one um just because they're just so simple that, that like all he's just there to like be electricity he's just there to be fire and he and this other one is just there to be uh to be snowy um you know all the rest of them like there's that <coughs> excuse me that like water lizard where like sure he turns things into water but also he's like surfing around on stuff it's and funny like, cool. i always i was in my head imagined water I gendered water lizard as a girl. As a lady, okay. Yeah. <laughs> lady water lizard. I like that. Um, what else were definitely ladies? Artist was definitely a lady. Artist was definitely a lady. I, that, that might be it. Birdo, maybe? Was Birdo a lady? Not Birdo. Its name is not Birdo. We're calling it Birdo. <laughs> Uh, I like the, uh, I don't know if this was, uh, this was a, a female character. Yeah, we're not. moving past We're that. moving past that. Cause what is that conversation? <laughs> uh, but I like the, uh, the, the sweepy ones. Okay. You, ha- you have a broom or you hold up the vacuum cleaner and suck all of your friends into it and then shoot them all out. I was, I did not like sweepy one. You didn't like sweepy one. No. And there were occasionally puzzle or, you know, like puzzles or secret rooms that you needed yeah. a sweepy one. And that's when I was like. Make the sweepy one give one of the guys with the staff the sweepy staff power, right? And then get rid of Aww, the sweepy one. Bye, sweepy one. No, the the ability to do friend it's it's like doing friend throw, right? Except all three other characters can hop into that vacuum cleaner, and then they're all ricocheting around the room. You can destroy some bosses like that. It's a lot of fun. Um, I also like being the the bug. The like the big bug, mm-hmm. um, right? There are two bugs. Yeah, yeah. There's like the beetle, yes. looking guy, and then there's I guess the other big beetle looking guy. I don't know. The one that's like he's like a, a mini boss. Yes. Character. Yeah. Yeah. I think all of the mini boss characters were fun to capture. Like the chef Kawasaki um, is super fun to have around. He can make like a soup for everyone, and everyone loves it. I don't know. There's just so much. There's so much like cute and uh, endearing about this game that um, I'm not just like willing to overlook its uh, short length or how easy it is, but like just totally forget about it. Well, yeah, because it. it's still fun mm-hmm. and it's very cute. And I feel like we see so much personality in a way that we've never been able to see before because the animations are yeah, real really tight. well done. And like, uh, yeah, I, so I mean, 
I enjoyed the game. Just enjoy the Kirby game, Mark. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what Was there anything from your previous Kirby experiences that you wish this game had that it doesn't? So uh, I talked about the Friend Star a little bit. Yeah. And I wish that the Friend Star had been... Uh, when we were initially talking about it, we said it was a little bit like a side-scrolling shooter. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm talking about Kirby Superstar. There are sections of that game that are literally a side-scrolling shooter. Yeah. And I liked that. And I wish that the Friend Star was a little bit more like that instead of just a... Uh, I, I guess it kind of reminded me of when you get the huge mushroom in new Super Mario Brothers and you can just like smash through everything. Sure. We are like, oh, this is interesting for a little bit, but then you're I'm a just kind of like overpowered. Yeah, you're and- a little OP. Yeah, and like y- the camera stays like pretty close on the friend star and the friend star takes up a lot of space on screen. So like there's not, it doesn't make you really navigate between things or like avoid any obstacles at all. If it were to like zoom out a little bit more um, and if it was a little bit, uh, like the last levels of, I'm going to make a reference that very few people are <laughs> going to be able to relate to. Um, but the last levels of Kid Icarus, when you get to the end of Kid Icarus, you've collected all of like the treasures of Olympus or whatever, whatever that game is about. Um, and so like, instead of being a, uh, side scrolling or like jumping up, uh, you know, climbing a, a mountain, you are flying through the air. It is like a side scrolling, uh, flying shoot 'em up game just in the very end. And I wish that Kirby was more like that when it got to its end. Cause it's such a like exciting and like big way for that game to finish. Um, and you know, we were already saying that it does finish well, but man, it would be really cool to have more of that, uh, friend star stuff. And I, I guess this is not a Kirby thing in general, but I, the game doesn't reward you for exp- for exploration or yeah, even trying sure. to explore because you can't really like uh you know there are hidden doors but they're not really that hidden and there's and, also like a finite amount of it right like there aren't like separate exits and like yeah there are hidden worlds but like you either hit the switch and you see that you hit the switch or you didn't and you see that you didn't hit the switch so like there's not at least as far as i can tell missable stuff in this right and the levels are very linear mm-hmm. so I I think the few times I died was in the beginning when I was like, oh, I wonder if there's this ledge here, but why? So I wonder if I like drop down if something will be there. The answer is no, never. There will never be anything if you drop down beyond what the screen can see. This is something that like Sarah learned pretty early too, that like when you're playing and like you get to a door, uh, sort of her, her like Donkey Kong instinct, her Mario instinct was like, go past the door and see if there's anything over there the answer is always no and there's usually like a little bit of space yeah where the level will continue for a you know just a tiny bit just a couple kirby lengths so it almost looks like maybe but the answer is always no yeah um yeah if it rewarded uh, exploration a little bit better especially because uh, one of the things that it does do or like that you like replaying levels does for you is that there are um, little puzzle pieces throughout all of the levels, and all you really get for collecting those is completing puzzles. Uh, like it's not even called they're called like fun pictures or something like that. It's not puzzle, um, but like those aren't great. 
and I'm not sure like why I'm being compelled to complete them. Like I can go into the gallery and see the like three of them that I've completed, but who cares, you know? Um it it's just weird when uh you know, Hal Labs is you know, good at uh rewarding you in like Smash Brothers uh kind of stuff. You know what I mean that like that there would be it it shares so much DNA with Smash that like and Smash is so good at rewarding you for your mundane accomplishments with like trophies or whatever. And this is just like, eh, I don't know, here's one twenty fourth of a weird drawing of Kirby a- answering the phone or something. But I keep going <laughs> answering the phone. <laughs> there is one where he's on the phone <laughs> taking the- dictation at the office. Here's Kirby struggling with a coffee machine. <laughs> he doesn't understand Keurig. Um, but, it, but you know, the thing I keep going back to is like, that's maybe that's not what a Kirby game is. Yeah, great point. Um, maybe a little weird. This this is a, a full sixty dollar game though, right? It that feel feels like, that way. Yes, it feels like you should be a forty dollar game, Kirby. Then everyone would love you and no one would complain. All right, that's our discussion of Kirby Star Allies. Mark, let's close out this conversation. I bet our listeners have some opinions about Kirby Star Allies. I would like to hear what everyone else's experience with this game is. Um, I know, generally speaking, the it's well-received, uh, but I could see where someone would have uh, different expectations of what this is, especially knowing what uh, you know the Switch turned Mario into and Zelda into. It doesn't do that, right? This is not a reinvention of Kirby. This is not your open-world Kirby game. <laughs> um, who even knows what that would be? Yeah, and I would be interested to know if you played it by yourself, if your experience was more like mine, or if you got more out of it, mm-hmm. um, and if you played it with friends, if you didn't like it. Right. If you had star allies in your real life, real dream friends, and uh, they made you hate the game, let us know all about that. Uh, we are Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We just need them. 50 reviews and then we turn into gods and we can go into e3 and reign over everyone and they will pray to us and we will say i i don't know what what does god say um i well i can't speak for a god but i can speak for us you can speak for the god and i think and i think we uh-huh would graciously say the names of the 50 people who rated and reviewed and subscribed. Perfect. That's what you have to look forward to. Um, follow us on Twitter. Collectively, we are at Nincart Society. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell. The Facebook page is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. If you like Mark and Mind's opinions, we do write about comic books on retconpunch.com. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape at Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apeatbetty.com or by listening right now. For my dream friend, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Eller is saying thanks for listening. Campfire.